from the Stereo Sound Record Studios, this is the Mosh Pit Podcast. Here is the host, Wes Everett, bringing you the best in new alternative rock and roll.
Peter Severa, the last horseman. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. I'm your host, Wes Everett. I am here with my guest today, a living nightmare. Um, Princess, I'll let you start it off and tell who you are, what the band's about. Hi, we're a living nightmare and we're your worst nightmare. So basically, we came up with the name a living nightmare because we want to be the industry's worst nightmare, basically. Um, I noticed, like, especially in the genre, there is a severe lack of diversity. And also, artists also don't have any creative freedom. So what we want to do is, you know, challenge the industry's lack of diversity and creative freedom and show the artists that the ball is in your court and that everyone, regardless of what you look like, should have a chance to pursue their dreams in any genre of music that they love. Absolutely. Alex? I'm a little nervous. Um, it's okay. But, it's okay. It's just yeah. us. But yeah, um, I'm Alex. Um, I basically uh, do vocals and I also play guitar. Um, we got another song coming soon. It's more. It's more metal uh, than our previous song, but it's gonna have some rap influence in it too. But so yeah. Very cool. Well, how did you guys get together? How did y'all come together as a band? Social media. Uh, Alex had slid in my DM and I was going to ignore him because I ignore people I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought he was just like another dude trying to be weird in my DMs. But, you know, I actually ended up liking him like because we we have similar taste in music and I noticed he likes to rap. And I used to freestyle as a kid, too. Like, so I'm very good at rapping. And he's also really good as well. So I thought, um, well, why don't we just get together and like try something like collab or yeah. something? Um, and, and Alex is so, so talented. He's only 18 and he can produce, he can scream, he can play guitar. And I'm like, wow, let me really help him because like he has the talent, but I know how the actual business works. So I'm kind of playing manager as well. And it's it's kind of hard because like I'm promoting us so much that it cuts into my practice time. So I haven't been able to practice because I'm promoting so much. And especially like with our last single that just came out, Worst Nightmare. Um, and it, it got really good reviews. I didn't think people would like it. Um, but, you know, it has a really, a really deep message that I really wanted people to hear. Um, how artists really struggle in this industry. It is such a struggle to be in this industry. And I learned that yeah. the hard way. I I came into this industry thinking the same thing a lot of young people think, oh, I'm gonna be rich, I'm gonna be famous, and your life's gonna be so great. And it's it's so hard. It's one of the most difficult industries you could ever be in, especially if you're a minority. Um, because this industry is specifically white male dominated and 94% of the rock audience is Caucasian so you know um it's very hard to do what we're doing but that's why we're doing it it's like we we kind of have to force our way in because because rock actually did come from black people and a lot of people don't know that and I've noticed in the music industry people love black culture as long as there's no black faces and um that's what we want we just want to see change like I noticed like a lot of people they look the same they sound the same because the industry is trying to follow the this specific formula because it has worked for a long time but the thing about music is it changes it changes all the time so they're not really kind of keeping up with the times they're trying to keep everything one way you know and I remember I was in the studio one day and this producer just blatantly told me like 
you're not going to appeal to this audience. Like, I think it'd be better if you sing R&B or maybe pop, but I don't think you're going to make it in rock. And it's one of those things where he's not wrong, but I wanted to prove him wrong. Just, just because, you know, right. like, cause it's, it's easy to rap. It's easy. I don't like singing R&B. It's too slow and emotional. I don't like it. <laughs> I like fast music. I like heavy music. I love hearing that distortion, you know, yeah. that's what I love so much. And, and, you know, I really like Alex because like working with Alex, because I feel like his vocals really add power to our music. Like, cause I have like this, this soft feminine voice, but then he comes in and, you know, he adds such power to the the music. I'm just like, wow, like this you, <laughs> so, you know, you know, and I really enjoy working with, with Alex and Damon. Cause like, we are kind of like friends and we have, you know, music in common. We all play guitar. Uh, we're all Ibanez gang. We just, love Ibanez like I I think Ibanez guitars are the best for metal you know hopefully one day yeah Yeah, I I just I they sound so good and they're so they're so easy to play like you see I have my I don't know if you can see my guitars yeah my six string right there my seven string like I'm gonna be yeah I mean I'm gang for life so I want to get an eight string but I feel like I'm not ready yet like you have to take it one string at a time (laughs) I want an eight string too (laughs) Daphne Ekman Jackson Pollock. I swear I felt hope slump out of your room, and I'm halfway convinced that you felt her leave too. And I painted you on my chest. I saw Jackson Pollock instead of a mess, and leaves change. Maybe I should change too. And I wished it was you There's nothing like laying in sheets made of silence I'll bury my face in you to keep in the violence Imagine you crying over my dead body I think I'll stay longer cause I know you'd be sorry And leaves fall Good to be true.
Dude, that's but, awesome. Yeah, I love those. Though. I got two of them hanging behind me. Um, if you saw them before I cut the camera. So I think was it the black one? I want yeah. I want to try like a Schecter diamond, but I just don't want to cheat. I don't want to cheat. Well, I... <laughs> I is it cheating if the music is good though? Yeah, I mean, you know, I I I don't like playing Jackson guitars, but I've I've watched bands play and it sounds good depending on what sound. Like I think it's good for Southern rock Jackson guitars, but I don't personally like playing them. Um yeah. I think Schecters do sound amazing. They look amazing as well. But for the music that I like, Ibanez is the way to go. In my opinion. It's my opinion. Yeah. Why anybody fight me? But you know, yeah. it's kind of like Harry Potter, like it's not it's not you who chooses the guitar, it's the guitar that chooses you. It chose me. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i love that i love that you're bringing the diversity into the rock scene um now you know backtracking a little bit you said you used to freestyle are you going to incorporate any of that into the heavy metal side yes that's that's what we did with worst nightmare i literally just freestyled it very cool so um we were basically just trying to get our hands basically in both markets because we knew like us looking the way we look they weren't going to let us in the front door. So we decided to go through the back, <laughs> like, cause we're going to get in, but you know, I, I knew the audience weren't going to welcome us with open arms. It, like I said, we basically have to like kick the door down, but you know, it, it's worth fighting for. Cause there's so many, like, you know, I have basically like kind of like the, the black K-pop stands. Cause I'm also into K-pop. <laughs> so I have that strong fan base and like they they want me to do this so bad because they're like wow princess we really want to see you do this because if I can do it then other black girls know that they can do because I meet so many black girls that are alternative and into metal but you know people just don't they don't support them <laughs> because they don't have that that look you know, you know the look and you know that's what I want to do it's really just not for me it's just for the people looking up to me and you know for Alex and for Damon because I want them to make it as well because I promised them I was like okay if you just do what I asked you to do then I can take you where you need to go because like I said I know how that business actually works so it's, it's just for everybody it's not just for me like I, I'm doing this for my own reasons it's not because I want to be rich and famous because that will come but I, I just want to change the industry which eventually I'll change the world you know like Michael Jackson or or Whitney Houston because like Tina Turner, they had such a hard time appealing to this audience because the way they looked, but they did it because they were so talented and they changed the world. And, and so many people look up to them and everybody and their mama, even I wanted to be like Michael Jackson growing up. So, you know, that's, that's what I want to be, I guess, like that Tina Turner, that Michael Jackson, I just want to change the world, you know, and give everybody hope. Like everybody should have a chance to be in this industry, regardless of where they come from, what they look like. You know, if you just love what you do and you're and you're good at what you do, you should be able to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's talk. Um, let's talk about putting this album together that you guys are working on. Uh, pulling from influences, pulling from um, life experiences. What was it like? Like growing up as a kid. No, no, no. Putting the album together. The uh -huh. album you're working on the latest single. It was really hard. Um. When you're, I guess, I'm going to say this, like, I, I think I understand why a lot of artists um, turn to substances, because, like I said, this is one of the most stressful lifestyles you could ever choose. Like, I don't recommend it to anybody, because you have to have really thick skin. Mm -hmm. um, you're, you're constantly exhausted, because even me promoting the single, 
you have to promote it every single day. You have to be doing promotions and, and taking pictures and coming up with concepts. And, and like I said, I'm playing manager too. So I'm basically playing both roles. I'm in the band and being the manager and the promoter and all of that because we're independent. And uh, it, it's so hard because you're, you're constantly promoting and then I don't get to practice as much because I'm doing all that. And um, you're, you're, you're so worried that people aren't going to like it because people don't know us. And, and when they don't know you, even though they're kind of excited to hear you, they're also not going to like you at first because they don't know you and they don't owe you any loyalty. So a lot of people are not really going to support you as much at first because they don't know who you are and that's what I was so worried about that the single wouldn't do well because we were new and, and we don't look like a typical metalcore band and the sound was different because we were trying to get our hands in both markets like hip-hop and rock so we were like why don't we just kind of do this mix because I noticed that a lot of metal bands now are trying to rap all of a sudden mm. and it's because hip-hop is the highest selling genre right now so this is why they want to rap all of a sudden again they want to you know, benefit from black culture, but have no black people in it. <laughs> and that's what, what annoys me. So I'm like, Alex, let's just show them how this is supposed to be done. If, if this is what yeah. they want to do. And, and, you know, like Aerosmith did it with walk this way. Rap rock is nothing new. That is, that is very, that's already been done so many times, mm. like, but Aerosmith did it correctly. They actually collabed with a rap group and it did very well, but mm. now they're just trying to benefit from the culture and not even let, people from the culture participate so yeah i mean we just thought we'd we'd give it a shot since that's what's trending right now and it, it actually did very well so i was i was surprised about that very cool very cool um you know that's that's what we do here on the pit is we like to bring all different styles together where looks don't matter as long as the music rocks and it's loud and heavy I'll play well, it. well, that's what the thing when um when I had people reviewing it before it came out, half of the curators said it was too heavy and the other half said it wasn't heavy enough. And I'm like, which one is it? Because it can't be both. No. And yeah. I would, right. Yeah. And I was purposely trying to make sure it wasn't too heavy because a lot of times when it's too heavy, then the radio won't play it, you know, because it won't appeal to yeah. a lot of people. And I love heavy metal. Like I listened to Lauren or Short. That's what I consider heavy. So I did not think Worst Nightmare was was heavy at all but i mean like it had the, the guitar the heavy tones yeah. and everything but i it, i don't know <laughs> i don't know what people want <laughs> i'm so confused <laughs> emily gray tsunami to ask for help and so I had to teach myself to sew my seams each time they almost burst Though my edges are a warning frame I've learned to sit when I'm afraid an endless waltz now so
That's uh, that's kind of an odd, you know, split. Not heavy enough, too heavy. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. It's it's so personal. It depends on what people consider heavy. Because like I said, Lord yeah. of Shore yeah. is heavy to me. So that that's what I was trying to. But I would I didn't want it to be too heavy. I was trying mm. to make it as soft as possible, where people could actually listen to it and and hear the lyrics and and groove to it. You know, and but they loved they loved the vocals, and I think they really loved Alex's vocals because, like I said, he added so much power to the song. So, and they said it was a perfect perfect blend of rap and rock. Like it, it could have been more perfect. Nice. <laughs> so yeah. So um, so who's in charge of um, like writing the lyrics, coming up with lyrics? Is that kind of a group effort with you guys, or? Um, I, I start with demos. I record the demos for them and mm-hmm. let them hear it. And then Alex, he puts his vocals like he adds to it if he wants to. Because um, yeah. I've, I've been writing songs since I was in middle school. So I love to write. And like I said, I, I know how to freestyle. So I write every song as if I'm freestyling. I just whatever comes out, I leave it there. And it, it ends up being so good because I overthink. So I try not to over edit or go back to it. I'm like, if I if that's what I said we're keeping it it works because i just know how the the typical formula works like i you know i did want to add a breakdown to worst nightmare but i thought it, it's it's really hip-hoppy let's just keep it this way and then our next songs we'll do like typical metalcore songs because we didn't want to yeah. do the i'm so sad about my life typical metalcore song like no. yeah we're sad but you know i wanted to really like write something meaningful because a lot of artists would not write a song like that because they can't say what they want to say and and it was kind of like a diss track to the industry which is kind of ironic. yeah yeah it was like how are you going to diss the industry you're in like 
you know, basically, like I said, like they, they overwork you, they don't pay you fairly. Um, they make you do things you don't want to do. And um, I, I've been there, done it. I'm just a person like everybody knows that that's what I'm called the real princess. I'm like the realest person you'll meet, especially like being an entertainer. I just can't pretend that to like something I don't like, or I, I don't want to do something I don't want to do. I don't want to date anybody. I don't want to date you know, like I've even practiced songs where I didn't like playing them just to see if I could do it because every artist has to do it. And the audience could tell that I, I didn't like the song and I wasn't putting 100%. But the songs that I recorded, like the cover songs, they loved it because they could tell I love the song and I'm putting in 100%. But that's just me. I can't put 100% to something I don't like. And I've had executives tell me, you know, if you want to write a song or two, that's fine. But we're going to write the songs for you and you're going to sing it and sell it whether you like it or not because we know what sells and you know that's understandable like I said I know there's a certain formula that they use but I just can't I can't do it <laughs> it's so hard I just can't do it you know if I don't like the song it's gonna it's gonna come out terrible because I'm not gonna put 100% into it and especially the, the type of music they wanted us to sing I didn't want to push that kind of message so that that's what's hard for us is we want to be signed, but we know we're going to lose our freedom and creative control. And that's, that's what scares me the most because that, because music is supposed to be, you know, like singing from your heart. What do you feel? You know, what do you want? Raising awareness about important issues. Like that, that's what we're supposed to be doing. You know, not just singing about how sad our lives are like, and I don't understand because a lot of these bands come from, you know, rich families. So I don't understand what, what they're so sad about, (laughs) but, um, yeah you know we just want to change the world with our music that's all (laughs) definitely and i see it as a possibility for you guys to uh do that so um wishing you the best of luck um always remember the uh ball's always in your court when it comes to contract negotiations you don't have to sign that dotted line (laughs) well that's the thing like i i learned the hard way that you should always get a lawyer before you sign a contract i've talked to bands that have been signed for 10 years and they they tell me like um they don't have any creative freedom and I asked them I'm like you know there's this band I listened to I've been listening to since high school and um I was sitting down talking to the drummer and I was like do you feel like you know you're being paid fairly for what you do because you've been in this industry for so long and I don't think you're getting what you deserve and he's like yeah you know I can't do what I want to do I have to do what they tell me to do I'm not making any money because the label owns all of the music and a lot of people don't understand when you sign to a label, you you make this deal. The label gets all the money because they're the ones investing in you and you have to pay them back. And you're always going to owe them more than they give you for some reason. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do the work. So you get the fame, right? They get the money. That's the deal that you make. <laughs> and a lot of people don't understand that. that. That's basically the deal. So, I mean, there are some good companies, but you're not, you're not going to make a lot of money for music. You have to know how to use your platform and your music to make money like that's why a lot of singers will have makeup brands or they'll collab with like have sponsorships you have to do stuff like that because the way music is you're not going to make money from it because people don't even buy music anymore you can just listen to it on youtube and then streaming you know that puts a lot of artists in a bad place because yeah everybody knows that you know it's kind of a scam like the artist, like I said, always gets the short end of the stick. You're doing all the work. Somebody's getting the money, but it's not you, you know? Oh. And I think that's why a lot of people surrender to labels because you think 
you need their money, you know, because you got to do music videos and all that. Because like our single just by itself cost us about 500 bucks. And that's a lot for a normal person because, yeah. you know, it's a lot of money to us. But, you know, and, and you know, like I said, it, you can have a terrible song, but as long as you promote it, like that's all the labels do is they just put a whole bunch of money into marketing and promotion. They can make you like a song that's terrible because they you know they pay the radio to spin it that's why you keep hearing the same song over and over it's kind of like they're hypnotizing you and what annoys me about this industry also is that it's just a big game of manipulation like you know they buy views they buy streams that's why people aren't really phased about oh you got this many streams because you can buy it now you can buy ads like everything in this industry can be bought but i didn't want to do that i wanted to see how we were really doing and who we were really reaching like and we're new so i don't expect to get you know a number one hit we're new and we're independent so you know you gotta take it one one day at a time oh yeah now how long have you guys been together as a band um i would say we started in march we started in march we were supposed to have a single way before but we could not decide what song we wanted to do gotcha yeah <laughs> a living nightmare worst nightmare Living nightmare and when your worst nightmare. 
Well, that's awesome. Um, how many interviews have you guys done so far? The pit's not your first one, is it? No, Are we lucky enough to get the exclusive? Yeah, you're you're our first. Because remember, first, yeah. you you had reached out to us, but I said we didn't have a song out, and I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't want to do an interview and not have something to give you or talk about. Like, I, we're just gonna say we're a band. <laughs> and I appreciate that because I yeah. do get a lot of like new bands that want to do interviews, and I'm like, okay, well, send me some of your music. Oh, we don't have anything. Right. You know, and I didn't want to do that because it just <laughs> yeah. waste your time, waste our time. And that's why that's why I was telling Alex, I was like, we, we just need to have a song. Like we have all these songs written. Let's pick mm-hmm. one and, and put it out there because you have to start with a cover. Right. When you're a new band, you start with a cover mm-hmm. and then you start with an original because we did a cover. We did Pierce the Veil King for a day and I also mm-hmm. did very well. Um, and Damon, he did a really good job because he did Tony's part. I I like playing rhythm. Lead is just so hard for me, but I like playing rhythm. Yeah, and Damon plays lead. lead. Yeah, lead is is hard. But Damon is so good. Like that's why Damon plays lead. <laughs> so me and Alex, we kind of just switch. Like you know, I'll record some riffs, and then he'll put all the riffs together because he knows how to produce. He's really good, so he'll put all the riffs together and everything. Like you know, I just record whatever comes to me, and then we just all put it together. And then I do all the mm-hmm. concepts, the marketing, promotion, all the business stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, makes it hard. <laughs> Very cool. Now, have you guys played live? Um, y'all played any venues? What are your favorite venues? Um, We're from different cities. Okay. So, so y'all are a, um, basically just online kind of. For now. Okay, yeah. Cool. Because we have to have, I've had people reach out to me um, and ask us to do festivals, um, especially because like we are different. So we're like, you know, we have a lot of people like us like, hey, come come perform at the festival because like, mm-hmm. I want to promote you since you're diverse. And I'm like, well, you have to have six songs, like at least 30 minutes worth of songs. And we only have one song. So <laughs> we have to wait until we finish our EP and then start performing. Gotta add in all those other covers. <laughs> well, I mean, you could do covers. I wanted to do the Pierce the Veil cover, but mm-hmm. it, it's so complicated. You have it, to get the permission from the songwriter, mm-hmm. and that takes about a month or two. And then you have to pay out royalties, and then the venue has to approve you to do a live. So that again, that's the business stuff that makes it so difficult. So, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, and I and I would have played you guys as cover on here like sooner, but I I kind of have a policy myself as to not play a lot of covers just because of all that nonsense red tape. Yeah, the copyrights, like yeah. you know, all that stuff. It's and then you wouldn't make. We'd only get five percent, so there's yeah. no point in even doing that. I know what? a lot of bands do it though. They'll do covers to. Fill in their set. Mom, I'm in an interview. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I get that. And like I said, I really wanted to play more stuff from you, originals. And I'm looking forward to the new songs that you've got coming. Do y'all have a plan for the um, next single? Um, Alex already started producing it. I, I had wrote the riff like a while ago, recorded it and sent it to him. And um, it sounds really good. And the breakdown's really good, too. Like, so all he has to do is do the instrumentals. And then I just add the lyrics. And then we go from there. And then um, sometimes Damon will do his parts, too. Like, he'll do his lead part. But we we start with the rhythm. Like, because people just love, like, a simple chord progression. So we start with, like, a simple chord. And, and then go from there. And then we let Damon fill in his lead part. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. What are three goals that you want to accomplish within the next 12 months? Well, 
definitely finish our EP and our plan is to move to LA because Alex lives in California right now. So our plan is to move to LA and then start performing. That's, that's our plan. Very cool. Very cool. Um, as far as being a band, what's been your biggest challenge? Well, of course, because we all live in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex lives in California. I live in Ohio and Damon lives in Alabama. Oh. So yeah, that's, that's a really challenge really. Um, they're all talented. We all speak different languages. So we figured we can get our hands also in like the Latin market and Damon speaks Japanese. We both love Japanese rock. So we're like, well, then we can have our hand in the Japanese market. Cause I, I had wrote a song years and years ago when I was solo. And for some reason it's popular in Japan. <laughs> and I was just like, what do Japanese people see in my music? Like in heavy metal, but I forget that they, they like heavy metal as well. So yeah. yeah. You never know who's going to like your music. Oh yeah. And I feel like music's one of those things that really transcends language barriers. I mean, you know, the beat, the rhythm, the music in general speaks to everybody in different ways. Well, music's universal, you know, like like when I grew up like listening to K-pop, people would like tease me, like, Oh, why are you listening to them Chinese boys? <laughs> like, well, they're Korean, first of all. And you know, and then people would tell me like when I was growing up, you know, when I started listening to rock, they were like, Oh, why do you want to be white? That's for white people. <laughs> you know, this ooh, there's ignorant people all over. Like, I think music should be able to appeal to everyone. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, where can everybody find you on all the social medias? Every social media, Living Nightmare Band, all of our music's on every streaming platform, Spotify, Tidal, YouTube yeah all the streaming platforms so at first the song got blocked because it was very controversial but i had to appeal it i knew the song was going to be controversial but i'm just like you know people can sing songs about performing vulgar sexual acts but you know we we sing a song about artists you know that should have more freedom in the industry that that gets blocked yeah, you stepped on the wrong toes on that <laughs> yeah <one. laughs> i know like i said like it was a diss track to the industry so of course they're not going to push it yeah right oh no this makes us look bad we're not the bad guys <laughs> yeah i mean not always i mean sometimes like people think the labels should do everything for them and and that's they shouldn't think that either i think the labels a lot of times do give you the tools that you need and all they ask in return is basically their investment or money mm-hmm. they, they ask you to do the work but this the, the industry is just so tricky and there's a lot of of greedy people in the industry because it's so hard to make money in music whether you're a producer or songwriter, you know, because I've talked to a lot of people in the industry who are producers and songwriters and, and they don't get paid for months, but the songwriters don't get paid at all. Like, so, and these right. and these are people who wrote like really popular songs that are number one songs and not getting paid. As I said, somebody's getting paid, but, but it's not you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it's definitely a slanted table and uh, it sucks. And the, you know, the majority of it is a pain, but you know, what's the other alternative? Try to fund everything yourself and Winter Wolf Blue Lights.
Because I yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you should ask for help. Like I'm I'm looking for a manager now. Like because I know I can't we can't do everything. And then and like I said, it's been like three weeks since I practice. I usually practice every night. Like because yeah. I feel more creative at night for some reason. I usually practice like for an hour or two every night. And you know, but I was just promoting so much. And our single it came out August fourth, so we didn't really have a lot of time. You know, mm-hmm. we try to promote it two months ahead of time. And I had written out this this 23-day plan for releasing our single. And I followed the plan verbatim and, and we we did well. So, you know, that that's just the hard part. The people think that music is what matters in making it in this industry. And that's that's not even like that's why I don't overthink the music anymore because you just I mean, I mean, obviously you want it to be good, you want people to like it. I've I've heard so many metal songs, I know what people like. They like the simple chord progression the screaming and then the breakdown that's that's what people love the most is the breakdown so we're gonna definitely focus on those but um so i know the formula so you just take that and then you got to learn the business part too and that's what i want to tell people like if you get into this industry learn the business first and it is not the most ethical business like i i hate to tell people that like because they want it to look glamorous so people will want to get into the industry and they'll be willing to do anything to get into the industry but I want to tell people like before this harsh reality hits you when you get into it and then you'll find out the hard way and quit. I'd rather like people know now this is not what you think it is. It's one of the hardest industries you could ever go into entertainment. It's the hardest industry to be in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Well, I, I appreciate you sitting in on this interview. I've really enjoyed, you know, picking your brain, learning a little bit more about you guys. Um, I'd love to catch up maybe six months, eight months, see what's going on, see what's changed. I mean, we'll be six months older. (laughs) Hopefully we all will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but on the label note, I've got a couple of contacts. I'll send them your way. If you want me to may not come to anything, but at least it's another contact. I mean, that would be nice. Cause I, I, I know we would, I would like to be signed to a label. I know you know, we may lose some creative control and freedom, but like they t- tell us, we, they know what sells. And they, I think a lot, the, they would give us the tools that we need. Cause, cause us being independent, we literally had to like spend our own money and, and figure this out by ourselves. And I think it, it would be easier to have people who are professional, who have been in the business a long time and know, you know, what to do. And then we can focus on our music. That's, that's kind of what I really want to do. Cause I haven't gotten to practice. I want to just be able to practice <laughs> and then, you know, have other people who know what they're doing, take care of all the promotions and everything. So. Yeah. yeah um, yeah, I'll send you a couple of people and they're pretty fair when it comes to their contracts and label um, stuffs. Well, so, I think uh, it's getting better. I think it's getting better because a lot of artists are speaking out now and I think it's getting a lot better now because they know that they should be getting paid for what they do because the artists work really really hard they're up all hours of the night they hardly ever sleep they're stressed all the time and a lot of people don't understand that like these are humans they have feelings and and they want all their attention and time all the time i'm just like sometimes when i see bands i don't even bother them like even if i get a chance to talk to them i don't bother them because i know they're tired you know they're they're doing shows every night they may not be in the best mood because they're very exhausted and then they have to do so much and i know how hard it is to be an artist now and that's why i just support other artists when i see them now because we had a lot of bands like that weren't very nice to us at first like they laughed at us because they thought we were a joke and i'm just like you know how hard this is you know mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll get to collab with people and they'll start to take a serious 
Yeah, definitely. Well, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what else you guys do and um, definitely would love to talk again. Of course. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. I hope y'all have a great rest of your day and um, reach out anytime, especially new music. Shoot it over. I'll get it on a pit. Well, did you hear Worst Nightmare? I have listened in pieces. I haven't had time to sit down and fully like uh, really listen to it, but it is playing on this show. So awesome well i mean what are your two cents i really like it from what i've heard like i said i haven't had a chance to actually sit down and really delve into it but i do like what i've heard so it's on the playlist on my phone so (laughs) awesome well thank you so much again wes Wes. i keep saying in german (laughs) Wes. that's cool hey we gotta follow it in german they'll love it (laughs) yeah okay well i'll be the soon that means bye in german (laughs) all right take care and uh, we'll talk to y'all later all right bye. bye